It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Should you bet on the Dallas Cowboys to win more than 10 games in the 2022 season? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen today. We are free and available on all platforms and today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore, Mo- uh, underscore Mosher. Landon is still out. He'll join us later this week. But today, we've got a special guest. It's the one and only Mike Randall. Uh, you guys know him from just about everywhere. Four for four football, Roto Underworld, Fantasy Pros, also the sports book review. Mike, how are you doing today, sir? Marcus, it is a pleasure, man. It's July. We're getting closer to the season. Prop bets are out. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than this, man. Weather's good. Let's roll. Yeah, I, you and I love prop bets, right? We just we just love betting on the NFL. But I will say, like this time of year, like mid July, this is this is the time to make your NFL bets, right? There's value to be had all over the place, so it's a it's a good time to be an NFL better. So. Even if you don't bet on the NFL, you're going to enjoy today's show because we're going to talk about uh, what sports books think about the the Cowboys kind of entering the year. What our projections look like for players like Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, C.D. Lamb. Uh, so this is going to be a fun show. But Mike, let's start off with this first one. Right now on Bet Online, the Cowboys' win total is set at ten games, uh, minus one fifteen on both sides. How would you bet that win total? I'm going over, Marcus. You know, we discussed when you came on the pod with me on 4 for 4 that maybe the Cowboys are a year away from really making that Super Bowl run. But this is a team that battled Tampa Bay tooth and nail to start the year last Mm -hmm. year. They have a favorable schedule. I think it's seventh per Vegas projected opposing win totals. Winnable games. They've always been strong in the NFC East. And look, I am not sold on Philadelphia. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. So if you look within the division – Washington, a team they can play very well against. The Giants, of course, Daniel Jones, question marks, all that. So I think they have another favorable schedule within the division. I like their schedule overall, and I believe in this team. We talked maybe the defense takes a step back, you know, the turnover luck. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I am going over with this Dallas team. I think the number is right there, but you look at their second-half schedule. When you finish Houston, Jacksonville, Philly home, at Tennessee, who I'm down with, and at Washington, I think there's a good chance for them to crest this number. I mean, they'll probably be favored in every one of those games, probably by at least a field goal, if not more, right, in every single one of them. I got a little nervous when I saw this line earlier in the offseason. It was 10.5, right? That's a little bit more difficult. But at 10, 
they would have to lose three more games than they did last year in order for you to lose that bet. That just doesn't seem very likely. I think 10 wins is probably the number they get to. Uh, but I think 11, 12 is on the table. So I think worst case scenario, you probably push here. Yeah, and I like how they start. I think they match up favorably with Tampa Bay. You know, Brady, 45 years old, getting to that point. But they went toe-to-toe here with them last year. And they're home against Cincinnati as well. Bengals, to me, going to take a step back. We forget the fact, Marcus, that Cincinnati during the season was sort of up and down. They had a great run, and they've improved their offensive line. But they have a much harder schedule this year. So, gosh, if they can go 2-0 and to start the year, I'll feel great about this bet. But even yep. give me 1-1, one and one, I like it more. Yeah, I think you and I are both on the same page. We we like the Cowboys to be a competitive regular season team, yes. but this isn't just it's just not a team that's in the top 3 in the NFC right now. It doesn't mean that they can't make a run, but if you're looking at their roster on paper, the Rams, Bucks, Packers, I think are all significantly better than them. Uh next one I have for you. Odds for the Cowboys to win the NFC East plus 120. If you aren't familiar with that, it means if you make a $100 bet, you would win 120. Philadelphia Eagles plus 175, Washington plus 500, Giants plus 750. Do you like the value there for the Cowboys? It's getting a little low for me. I liked it. I was at like plus 135, plus 140, I think, to start. It's a two-team race for me, and it's Philadelphia or Dallas. I think Dallas is going to be the one who wins the division, but it's getting to a point where I'm a little nervous about that number. I wouldn't take it any lower than plus 120. In fact, I'd probably wait to see if you can get a little higher because Philadelphia is coming down now to get really close to them. Again, I I trust Dallas more than Philly. I trust Dak Prescott. I like we're going to get the Tony Pollard, of course, mm-hmm. working short to intermediate area of the field. Dalton Schultz, we talked about, could be the second best receiver on the team. And if Jalen Tolbert develops, this offense is a big offense. I think Philadelphia has questions about their offense. And while even the defense may regress, Cowboys offensive line, strong. Philadelphia right now, probably the best offensive line in the league. But Dallas not too far behind. So to me, I'm matching up those two teams. I still like Dallas. I still like plus money. I'd like it a little better. though. I'd like it like a plus 135, 130 return on my bet. So do you like that bet better than betting on the Cowboys over 10 wins? Because if you're betting on the over 10 wins, minus 110, minus 150, again, for those people that aren't sports better, that betters, that means you have to wager $110 to win $100. Is that a better bet still for you? I think it is because I think they can win the division, Marcus, at potentially 10 win somewhere around there. Yeah. I, I don't trust Washington and New York, and I'm not sure Philadelphia is going to have a massive year. So I like having the added coverage of they may not hit the over on that win total, but I still think they could squeak out a win in the division. Yeah, so it's it's close, but you're going to give me that plus money. And yep. to me, it's a two-team race, and I think they can do it without hitting. If they hit that over on that win total, they're, they're going to win the division. division. Right. So can yep. they win the division without hitting the over? Yes, yes. I think there's a chance. I agree. Uh, one last just team total stat that I want to give you. Um, Cowboys, plus 900 to win the NFC this year. Again, that's behind teams like the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers, the 49ers. Are you interested in that number at all? I am. You know, like I said, I still think they're a year away. But if you give me the right number, I remember people were arguing on social media. I had a cousin go out to Las Vegas on why he should bet Trevor Lawrence to win the MVP. Because the odds were so good. The odds are good enough on this bet 
that I think it would be worth a sprinkle. I think Green Bay takes a step back. I do like Minnesota this year, but I don't like them any more than Dallas. So now we're coming back with Tampa Bay with a repeat, but of course, coaching change. No Chris Godwin for a while. And then we look at the Rams and San Francisco, and they've had a close game with San Francisco at home last year. Yeah, I think it's worth a sprinkle because I like the value on it. Like I said, if we had to push me back against the wall, do I think this is the year for Dallas? No, I do think it's next year. But that number is high enough that, yeah, I could take a, a stab at it because this is not the AFC. We're not talking about Kansas City. We're not talking about a revamped Baltimore team. And, of right. course, Buffalo, who's probably the favorite. In the NFC, could they get hot? Absolutely. I think the number dictates it's worth a bet. Uh, again, Bet Online has them as the fifth best odds to win the NFC behind the Bucks, Rams, Packers, and 49ers. I mean, they're telling you that the Cowboys are going to be a good team, but probably not a great team. And if you compare their odds to some other NFC contenders like the Eagles at plus 1,400 or Washington at plus 1,600, they believe they're they're just a significantly better team. So kind of the theme that we've had all offseason in regards to the Cowboys. Um, all right, let's take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including MLB that's going on right now. We've got golf and, of course, NFL futures, which we're talking about right now. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so most people, when they when they wager on football, they're betting on win totals or whether, whether a team will win the Super Bowl or not. But if you're really into uh, sports betting, you dive into props like we do. So let's uh, let's start with some... Dak Prescott props. First of all, his number for passing touchdowns this year, 31 and a half. Uh, Dak threw 37 touchdowns last year. Do you see him going over that total again? It's such a great number. We talked about, I think Dak is going to run more. Mm -hmm. So now, Marcus, we're battling with Zeke Elliott at the goal line, Dak running some in, and Tony Pollard. But I do believe he's going to go over this number. Kellen Moore with Dak and this Cowboys attack. Let's not forget number one offense in 2019, 2020 through the five games there, the fifth game with the Giants where Prescott got hurt, number one offense, and then last year as well. So you want to give me a quarterback in a pretty fast paced offense where you think that, and I'm a little bit down on Zeke Elliott, possibly, you know, his, his per uh, yards per game. We'll get dropped. there. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll get there. So if I'm going there, then I think the passing's going to increase. And yeah, I think I 31 is low. If it was like 32 and a half, 33, now we're getting questionable. But I like Dak this year. I think he's going to have a big year. And like you said, last year, very positive for Dak. And even though the touchdowns last year, he had he ended up having 37. And then he had 30 in 2019. I think he gets over this number. And I like it because I believe in this offense. And I believe in his connection with Kellen Moore. 
Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys have no problem just throwing the crap out of the football, right? Like, and they'll do it even when they're up. When they're up 21 points, Kellen Moore is not afraid to still sling that ball around. So I, I think over 31 and a half is pretty good. Here's the thing. It also buys you a little bit of wiggle room. Like, if Dak misses two games, I mean, he missed right. a game last year, misses two games, I still think he can get to 32 touchdowns relatively easy. Yeah. I, I like that one quite a bit. Yeah. All right, next one. Dak Prescott, over 4,300 passing yards. Last year, he was uh, at 4,500 in 2019. He was at 4,900. Uh, in 2020, he was on pace for, I mean, over 5,000 passing yards. That number seems pretty low to me, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, it seems low. It seems low for a team that I think is going to have some negative regression on defense. I think the games are going to be more shootouts. I think he's going to have to pass more. I think it's a reflection of losing Amari Cooper. But Dak is a quarterback that spreads the ball out. That was always sort of the frustration sometimes with fans. CeeDee Lamb had a high reception total but wasn't getting necessarily the touchdowns. Amari Cooper was having games where he would maybe not do as well against some of the top cornerbacks but was consistent. Dak is not a guy who has to rely on one player. So I'm going over on this one as well. The 4,449 yards in 16 games last year was a little bit low. His yards per attempt were down 7.5. Tony Pollard now being worked in more out of the backfield. Yeah, I'm going over again. I believe in Dak Prescott, and I believe he's going to have a big year. This number feels low to me. I'm taking it. So since Kellen Moore has become the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys back in 2019, Dak Prescott has averaged 303 passing yards per game. Mm-hmm. If you prorate that to a 17-game season, that's like almost 5,200 passing yards. And, I mean, it's it, it, this almost seems like a, a bet on health, right? Like if Dak plays 15 games, I'm like, I, I just don't see how he doesn't get over that total. I, I, I just – he would have to have such a bad season or – the Cowboys would have to be so good and up in so many games that they're just not throwing the ball. And I don't really see either of those things happening. Yeah, I'm going with what's the path. Whenever I make a proper bet, I try to look at the path. This was the number one offense in 2019. Prescott would have smashed this number in 2020 mm-hmm. if he stays healthy. This was the number one offense in 2021. Are you telling me that by losing Amari Cooper, that he is pot and the defense regressing and coming back a little bit? that he's going to go below what he did last year, I just don't, I don't see it. The story to me is that this Dallas offense, I'm most confident, is going to be one of the top offenses again in the NFL. If that is the case, why would I bet under this number with one of the top quarterbacks? So, again, I, I really feel like this is a bet on health because if Dak plays 17 games, the number that he would have to hit to go under that total is 252 passing yards per right. game. That's 50 whole passing yards fewer than what he's done over the last three seasons, like under Calamore. I, I just I just don't see that happening. So I think that's a that's a pretty, pretty good bet. Um, all right, let's do a, an Ezekiel Elliott one. Ezekiel Elliott, over 950 rushing yards this season. This one I'm going to go under. Zeke Elliott yards per game, 95.6, 84.8, 65.3, 58.9. I know Pollard's going to be worked in more. I do think that they're doing sort of a more of a balance. And quite frankly, I think that Zeke is going to get those, as Rich Rebar likes to say, high cholesterol, saturated mm-hmm. fat carries near the goal line. 
but I do think Pollard is going to be worked in when they're when they're going with two minute drill as always. I am going to go under with this number. I like Zeke Elliott. I do think he's going to have a productive for the fantasy football players out there fantasy season, but I am not willing to go over this number when I've seen that trend four years in a row. And Pollard, by the way, Mark, as you pointed this out, going the other direction in terms of rushing yards, receptions, and receiving yards. This is Ezekiel Elliott's rushing yards per game since he entered the NFL. 108 as a rookie, 98 in 2017, 95 in 2018, 84 in 2019, 65 in 2020, mm-hmm. 58.9 in 2021. And he played all 17 games. Like, mm-hmm. if that trend continues and he's only averaging 57 rushing yards a game and he happens to miss, let's say he just misses three weeks with a hamstring injury very possible for somebody who has that many touches he's not hitting it it's i don't know mike that that one seems awfully hard for me to bet the over because you're betting on him being better and being healthy and that just doesn't happen for running backs that are turning 27 years old and that have almost 2,000 career touches on their body yeah marcus if you take the 58.9 from last year and you multiply it by 15 games i think it's safe to say that a running back misses two games yeah that's only 883.5 so he's falling almost 70 yards short of this and that's assuming that he maintains the trend and just holds from last year doesn't go down i agree with you all right i want to talk about tony pollard because the the line that bet online has set for him is super super fascinating Uh, But before we get to him, I want to tell you guys about Dave. Uh, I know that sometimes expenses pop up and it's really, really hard if you're living paycheck to paycheck. But now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That is more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been really stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Mike, let's talk about Tony Pollard. Uh, According to betonline.ag, they have set his total uh, yards from scrimmage this year at 999.5. So, my question for you is simple. Does Tony Pollard reach a thousand yards from scrimmage this year? Yeah, I think he does. 
And I love what Tony Pollard is doing. If you look at the trend and how Tony Pollard has done each of the last couple of years, it's going in the right direction. He only played 15 games last year. He played 16 in 2020, had almost 300 more rushing yards. His yards per carry went up. Receptions went from 28 to 39 and receiving yards about 75% more. The key with Tony Pollard is what you mentioned. We're worried about Zeke Elliott getting injured. So when you get to the second half of games, if the Cowboys are in a comfortable game or they're trailing negative game script now defense, Tony Pollard is going to at least match his usage last year. And I looked at, at player at least, and I looked at player profiler with his snap share. He did this, Marcus, last year, last few games, 37, 42, 33, 30, and 33% snap share. He's doing it with incredible efficiency. Let's say Zeke's out for four or five games and he gets more opportunity. Yes, I'm going over. I'm a huge buyer of Tony Pollard this year. Tony Pollard at 15 games last year averaged 11 touches per game. If that's the case again this year, it's somebody should be fired, right? Like the, he is just too good of an offensive player. He might be their second best offensive player behind CeeDee Lamb. They can't get him only 11 touches a game. They they need to get him, in my opinion, Mike, like four receptions a game, yep. you know, eight to nine, maybe even 10, you know, carries out of the backfield. Like he needs to touch the ball. I mean, frankly, he probably needs to have the most touches per game on the offense, probably, you know, with CeeDee Lamb being directly behind him. He went over 1,000 yards last year. I really don't see any reason why he doesn't get more involved this year. That one seems like a pretty safe bet to me. So any other thoughts on Pollard before we move on? Yeah, again, go with the path. So if you're looking at the Dallas offense, assuming assuming Michael Gallup is not ready for week one or he's slow to recover, look at the weapons. You have CeeDee Lamb. You have Dalton Schultz, sure. But Tony Pollard is the versatile player. CeeDee Lamb on the outside. Tony Pollard works short to intermediate area. And listen, Jalen Tolbert, I love Jalen Tolbert, still a rookie. There's a chance that Pollard could get the second most receptions or third most receptions per game for at least the start of the season. So he could get off to a fantastic start for this number. Agree with everything you said. All right. Our last one here, CeeDee Lamb. So right now on Bet Online, they actually don't have his yardage total for this year set. I've, there's probably a couple of reasons why my guess is they're waiting for some more Michael Gallup news and maybe some reports from, from Jalen Tolbert. And I also wouldn't be surprised if sports books are waiting to see like, do the Cowboys sign a Julio Jones or an Odell Beckham or T Y Hilton, you know, somebody just to get in there and get some targets, but uh, they have him as 14 to one to lead the NFL in receiving yards. Do you think that's a smart bet? I'm all over it. The two yeah. players that I like the most, Justin Jefferson. I'm not going to bet on a player repeating like Cooper Cup. Had a fantastic year last year. I'm just not betting a repeat performance. Just so difficult in the NFL with, with, with variants. Justin Jefferson, to me, was my initial favorite. He was at 10 to 1. He's dropping now 8 and 7 to 1 in terms of leading the league in rushing. But you go with CeeDee Lamb. Uh, look, with Amari Cooper there, who is still the alpha, he went from 74 receptions to 79 receptions. I think Marcus Conservative were looking at 85 to 90 receptions, Easily. maybe more. Easily. Receiving yards, 1,100 last year with Cooper there. So is it reasonable that Lamb, who, as you mentioned, is going to take maybe more downfield shots now without Cooper going on the outside, could he get to 1,300, 1,400 yards? Absolutely. That is in the vicinity of being able to lead the league. So for this value, 14 to 1, uh, this is a number I'm all over. If I'm not betting Justin Jefferson, I'm betting CeeDee Lamb. 
So there were six games last year where CeeDee Lamb had five or fewer targets. Those games just aren't going to happen this year, right? I mean, they can't happen if you're the Cowboys. You've got to find ways to creatively get him the ball, whether that's even on screens or, you know, quick slants just to get him the, the, the ball in his hands. He's your best player on offense. So they need to figure out ways to target him. I think at minimum eight targets a game, but I think if the Cowboys are smart and they're they're trying to have the most consistent game-to-game offense, I kind of think like 10 to 12 is what he should be expecting every week. And if he does that, if he's getting 10, 12 targets a game and continues to be as explosive as uh, as he's been over the last two years since being drafted, he actually has the most big plays in the NFL, mm-hmm. even more than Tyreek Hill, than Justin Jefferson. You're looking at somebody who... I think conservatively could get to 1,400 yards with a ceiling that's much higher than that. Yeah, you look at his juke rate. He makes people miss. He was number four among all wide receivers. We remember the New England game, how he can make those big plays, and now he is the alpha in this offense. So, again, I'm telling myself a story. Cowboys' floor is going to be one of the top three or four offenses in the league. They could be number one yet again. Here's a wide receiver with limited competition in terms of returning. You have James Washington. You have Noah Bryce and other people. To me, his floor has been set last year, and now I want to see the ceiling. And this is a bet on a ceiling play. And at 14 to 1, I'm glad to take it. Can I give you my other favorite bet sure. for to lead the NFL in receiving yards? I, I want your your kind of instant thoughts. And you please do not agree with me if you think it's stupid, but I like Mike Evans at 20 to 1. When you consider everything that Tampa Bay has lost. You know, Rob Gronkowski had 89 targets last year. He retired. Antonio Brown, 62 targets last year. He's gone. Uh, Chris Godwin coming off a major knee injury. He had 127 targets last year. I think there's a chance that Mike Evans is just averaging double-digit targets per game. He's with Tom Brady. Tampa Bay threw the ball more than any other team in the NFL last year. Why couldn't he average 100 yards a game this season? Well, the question is also is this team going to be as good? And I'm not sure they're going to be. And Dominican Sue, I think, is still unsigned. We're not sure where he's going to be. So the defense could take a step back here. You know two things. Number one, Marcus Brady wants trust. So he has the connection with Mike Evans. They have that trust. And number two, we know this is very important to Mike Evans. I've seen social media quotes about how he feels underrated. It's important. He wants a Hall of Fame career. He's very proud of the stats that he's put forward to start his career. And Brady recognizes that. He's always done that with Gronkowski and the other players. I do like it. He is a guy who is – I haven't been crazy about him because I always felt he was volume-based. But if Mm -hmm. he's going to get the volume in an offense like this with the Hall of Fame quarterback, greatest quarterback ever, yes, absolutely. I think it's a good bet. All right. Just to recap, here's uh, Mike's bets in regards to the Dallas Cowboys. Over 10 wins this season. Uh, he likes him at plus 120 to win the NFC East. Uh, Mike likes Dak over 31 and a half passing touchdowns, over 4,300 passing yards. Ezekiel Elliott under 950 rushing yards. Tony Pollard uh, over 1,000 total yards. And then we like CeeDee Lamb at plus, 14, uh, plus 1,400 to lead the NFL in receiving yards. Mike, tell the people where they can find you on Twitter, what you're up to. I know this is one of your busy times of the year. Uh, tell the people where they can uh, they can listen. 
You can find me on Twitter, Randall Rand. I'm over at 4 for 4, also doing work for betting pros, put out baseball bets throughout the summer. NBA, college basketball, I do not stop, but I'm doing all the NFL previews also for sportsbook reviews. So really getting ready. Mark is going to try to hit the beach at some point and then dive right back into it. Uh, we will sleep in February, right? Uh, yes, uh, this is this is our busy time of the year. Yeah. So make sure you guys are checking out Mike at all those great places, especially Roto Underworld. Absolutely love the guys over yep. there. Uh, we want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Lockdown NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal the break a break in the action. You can follow the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, on YouTube. You can follow Mike again at Randall Rant. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.